0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Murder and
1: Merlot. We are a True Crime Book Club podcast. I'm your host, Tara. And I'm your host, Michelle. We are putting down our books and picking up the paper. Because this
0: is the morning news. An actual morning news where we talk about murdery things. Not just dead people. And spooky things and ghosts. Right? It's cool. It's very exciting. I feel like we haven't done one of these for a while. Well, like a whole month. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) And we don't
1: have any updates on past stories, so no, and nothing big has happened in the true crime world, really. Yeah, which is that we've heard of. So good, I guess. I guess. <laughs> sometimes good, sometimes not.
0: I don't know, right? But anyways, we can just get right into our stories.
1: All right, friends, grab your glass and get cozy. Let's talk about murder. Tink.
0: And back on the wine train. Oh, good! Yes, you finally over
1: your hangover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, <laughs> sometimes that took like what, like six days? <laughs> you know, five to seven business days. <laughs> we'll resume back to normal. Yes, five to seven business days. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, yep, that's just how it is now. Good times. It's worth <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, so I am going first this week. Yes, and you picked a story that I almost picked, so. Mm -hmm. Yes, but I did kind of claim it first. You did. Because I was like, have you heard the story? Right? (laughs) It's insane. So, two killed, five wounded, in Halloween sword attack in Quebec. A lot of you probably have already heard about this, but it is wild. So, the article I have here is from time.com. And it was written by Associated Press. A man dressed in medieval clothing and armed with a Japanese sword was arrested Sunday on suspicion of killing two people and wounding five others on Halloween in Quebec City. The attack on randomly chosen victims went on for nearly two and a half hours. Oh my God. While police were pursuing the armed man throughout the city's downtown core on foot.
1: I just can't even imagine chasing a dressed up person on Halloween. Yes. Downtown in a big city. Right.
0: And the true terror is that it seems like a joke to the people Mm -hmm. that would have been attacked. Because it's Halloween and it's normal to be dressed crazy and have a weapon, you know, like they're usually fake. But I mean, you wouldn't blink twice. At somebody that's walking towards you with a sword, with a sword dressed as a
1: medieval person. Yeah. That's horrifying. So, when you say medieval, was he dressed like a knight or was he dressed like a jester? I'm assuming a knight, but it doesn't actually <laughs> specify. Because <laughs> for whatever reason, when you said medieval, I went right to jester. <laughs> Interesting. Do jesters usually have swords? <laughs> Generally not. I think they usually juggle, but <laughs> <laughs> but who knows. So
0: who was this person? It was uh apparently Carl Girard, 24, and he is facing two counts of first-degree murder and five counts of attempted murder. Girard appeared before a judge via video conference on Sunday, and the next hearing in the case is expected to be on Thursday. So that would have been last week here. Mm-hmm. So The initial information indicated says that the motive was personal and not terrorism, which makes sense. I think he just went out trying to attack as many people
1: as he possibly could. For what reason though? Like, that's... Nothing I read like Mm -hmm. because I looked into it. Nothing (laughs) I read said that there was a reason like he wasn't, you know, schizophrenic. He wasn't no, you know, off right. its meds. He wasn't anything. Yeah. It was just, there
0: is, it does seem like there is some type of mental illness or um, mental illness
1: history with him. I would hope, like, I mean, I don't ever hope that people are suffering from mental illness, but in this case, like, I hope that there's some reason. Yes. Well, it's just with any other killers
0: serial killers whatever we always are looking for the reason the why the why, why do people right. do these kinds of things so i'm sure that's that's what you're searching for is what is the reason because right. we are not satisfied with just this is because what he I'm did. a psychopath <laughs> yeah so the Quebec police chief robert pigeon said that the suspect who was from the montreal area had no criminal record but that in a medical context air quotes, over five years ago, he had shared his intention to commit this type of act. So it sounds like he told a psychologist or psychiatrist that he wanted to do this. And then five years later, he went ahead
1: and did it. Hmm. Crazy, right? Interesting. Mm-hmm. But see, now I want to know all the other things like, hmm does he have like McDonald's try like, right?
0: Yeah. Let's dig was into he a bad this background. Was he
1: starting fires? Was he mm-hmm. like abusing animals? Like I need, I need to know more things. Need and I guess know. that's why we, why we have a podcast about. yes, that's <laughs> Very <laughs> true. Um, and we'll certainly,
0: certainly be following up with this one and keeping onto it, but do have some more information here. Um, so police were first notified of the stabbings, um, shortly before 10 30 on Saturday and they warned people to remain indoors as they hunted for the attacker. So, two people were killed in this incident. So, the first one was 56 year old Francois Duchesne, and he was out for a jog. And the second was 61 year old Suzanne Clermont, and she was outside of her home having a smoke before bedtime, as she did every night. So, just two people living their regular lives. lives. And then they were brutally attacked. Um, Francois, his throat was slashed and it was terrible. Absolutely terrible. And then as well, there's five others wounded. I did watch an interview of a young woman that was attacked and she explained the whole, like exactly what happened. Just, Oh, you know, we were just going for a walk. The whole city was basically on, is on lockdown because of covid and so there was no halloween activities really oh, happening interesting so it would have been a lot worse if halloween was normal because he was trying to attack as many people as possible but there wasn't actually that many people out which is good but um so they just went out for a walk her and a friend i believe and they just saw this man walking down the street and you know he's wearing a halloween costume she said i even smiled at him as we passed and then he just started attacking them." I think she got struck in the arm and the shoulder. she's had three surgeries now, and then the person she was with was struck in the hand and the head, but he survived as well. and just oh my God, listening to her describe the attack was horrific, absolutely horrific. Um, fortunately, though, the five injured victims um, were all taken to hospital, and they don't have any life-threatening injuries at this point, so that's good. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. So now this is bringing up a whole debate about how to deal with mental illness because people are still recovering from the shooting at a mosque in 2017 that killed six people. Mm-hmm. So they're really trying to bring up the mental health awareness and trying to figure out what can we be mm-hmm. doing better. So that's a big um, thing that's coming from this right now. Just in general. In we general. We should be doing better with mental of health. Of course. Things. Yes. We shouldn't have to
1: wait you till and both believe that right
0: absolutely and we shouldn't have to wait until tragedy happens before actions are taken but at least exactly if there is a reaction afterwards and there are changes that are made at least that's something positive that can come from this. Exactly. So I wanted to give a timeline of the attack because I found it very interesting. So I found a timeline of the Quebec City attack and how police responded on CBC News. This is written by Isaac Olson. So it just talks about what we know about the Halloween attack that left two dead and five injured. Around 10 p.m. is when the suspect, Carl Girard apparently left his vehicle. Um, He left it running, which is interesting and I'll circle back to. Um, But he left his vehicle running, a black sedan, and then, I'm sorry, a Saturn, And then shortly after that is when he attacked and killed Francois. At about 1020 is when the flood of 911 calls began. Um, Originally, police said it started at about 1028, um, but then later they changed their statement and said the calls started around 1020. Just before 1040 is when Suzanne was attacked and killed. Um, out front of her home. So 20 minutes, well, actually 40 minutes after the first victim Mm -hmm. death anyways, the victims that died. At 1052, a local taxi company um, issued alert to all their drivers and warned everybody about the heightened security around Quebec City. And the alert describes the suspect as between the ages of 20 and 30 wearing medieval costume and carrying a metal sword. The alert even describes the man as slim build, long hair, and and gave approximate height um, and encouraged drivers to call 911 with any information. And that's interesting because that is more than what the police had done at that point. There had been no Uh warnings from any police. So the taxi drivers actually did quite a bit for spreading the word. And that's how a lot of people found out. At 1157 is the first time anybody heard from the Quebec city police and they issued a tweet warning the public. So over an hour. Yes. So 11, 1157. This started at 10, 10 a.m. So almost two hours. Yes. It basically said that they are actively looking for a man who allegedly claimed multiple victims with a stabbing weapon, weapon, <laughs> with a stabbing Wait, weapon. You said this
1: was in the morning. This is at it's night. It was at night. No, sorry. Like what did I, I say? Did I say am? You m? said am. Oh, sorry. I'm going to say p.m. It's totally at night. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I totally thought it was at night. Wait. It's because it a- the guy was out jogging if it was in the morning. Yeah. but <laughs> Nope.
0: I was just going off the top of my head and reading something at the same time.
1: <laughs> but
0: um, according to our preliminary information, the suspect is dressed in medieval clothing. The incident occurred in the area of Parliament Hill. If seen, call 911. And then. One minute later, at 11.58, they sent another tweet, and it said, avoid the Parliament Hill area. The suspect is still not located. For citizens of the whole city, you are asked to stay indoors. So that's interesting. A lot Mm -hmm. of people are upset that they chose to go to Twitter and they did not use the alert system that they had access to, which is like basically when you get an Amber alert on your phone and it goes off and blares. The emergency alert. Yes. The emergency alert. They had access to it, but they didn't use it. Um, They said that inaccurate or erroneous information transmitted too hastily could have detrimental effects on our operations, but also misled citizens and compromise their security. So I don't know. I really struggle with this that they, yeah. I mean, I understand you want to catch the suspect. You don't want them to be alerted and then take off and you're not able to find them. But at the same time, this went on for so long. And yeah. they even said in a press conference or whatever I watched um, on the news and they basically said, well, if this happened longer, like if this was for a longer period of time, we probably would have considered using the alert. And I'm like, this attack went on for almost two and a half hours. How do you not consider that a long attack,
1: right? I just thought it was violently attacking everybody and anybody. Everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. But it don't worry, we won't alert.
0: Yeah, but it's not that long. Just hold out, right? So strange. We're just Um, gonna go to Twitter. Yeah. (sighs) Crazy and like yeah, Twitter's like I don't disagree that you know it's a good way to alert people. A lot of places do it. Which is fine, but I think if you are going to take to Twitter that to do it in a more timely fashion.
1: Exactly. Like I know, know.
0: I absolutely understand that people are like on the ground, on the way trying to deal with it, but there are people back in the office for these types of situations so they can- I'm sure there's probably just a person whose job is to post on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So get them the information, even if you- don't want to give all the details because you don't know if they're accurate, but just say anybody in this area, please stay inside. There's, you know, take cover, take oh, like, co- whatever. Like, yeah, you're pro You're going to scare some people, but it's necessary. They, they should be scared because this is happening. It's terrifying. Yeah. Oh yeah. A healthy level of fear isn't a bad thing. Right. And the most people are gonna do is complain like oh, nothing actually came of that. Well, good. That's a good thing. Good. <laughs> yeah, that's the good. point. We you don't didn't want to run into a psycho with a sword. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Right? But you could have. But you could have. So that's why we do these things. Um, so shortly before 1 a.m., we're like still going on with this. Three hours um, in. Yeah, a port officer patrolling spots someone who they believe may be the suspect, and he phones police. Police arrest Gerard about one kilometer from where he had left his car, and he was taken to hospital to be treated for hypothermia, which I thought was what very strange. Like I, I, I don't know what the temperature was like at that time, but I thought it was very weird. And I feel like I, I read somewhere else that he was found like sitting somewhere with no shoes on and he was just kind of like out of it. So I, it's very strange. So I don't know exactly what's up with that. Um, at one fifty-five, police deliver a media briefing providing some details about the incident. For 20, they confirmed on Twitter that the situation is under control. And then 9.30, the police revealed the suspect's age and then, and where he was from. And a little bit more details about the incident. And at one p.m. the following day, the police confirm the identities of the two people that were killed. Around three forty p.m., Gerard is charged by video conference with two counts of first-degree murder and five counts of attempted murder.
1: Wow! I just okay, but so was his <laughs> car just like running the, the whole, whole time? time? Oh yeah, and I was gonna circle back to that. I
0: thought it was very strange because he was going out to attack as many people as he possibly could. And he obviously wanted to be out there for a long time. So I just thought it was a very strange detail that he left his car running. Like, yeah, I don't know, maybe if he did hear the police coming or if he, somebody was on his trail, like his plan was just to run back, jump in and okay, go. Get back to his car. But he was, I mean, he was arrested one kilometer away from his car, which I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. It is close, but if you're trying to get back to your car to take off, a one kilometer sprint is is pretty far. So, it's yeah very strange. That part kind of puzzles me. It's very very strange. It's a weird detail. Mm -hmm.
1: Interesting. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's what I I guess we'll have to just like keep paying attention to that one. Yeah, absolutely. It's
0: going to be a fascinating case when all the pieces are put together. Mm-hmm. And we know all the details and we can look back at it and, you know, find out what led up to this, like what actually happened that night. And then yeah. going forward, just, yeah, everything. I'm really fascinated by this one.
1: Yeah, it's not your typical, you know, story that we talk about. Yeah. It's
0: going to be such a good dark poutine episode. I can't even, I can't even I wait know. for
1: it. Oh my oh God. Mike and Scott, are going to do so amazing they're, when they uh, finally talk about
0: it. They're going to knock it out of the park like they always do. But yeah. Always. I just, I can't stop thinking about like running into somebody on a Halloween dressed in a costume that you expect. And then all of a sudden they're actually legitimately attacking, attacking you. And I can even see like people when they mess around and pretend like, like gonna stab you right. like funny haha but then it actually it's a real t- damn sword yeah it's mm. terrifying and this is why I like I'm so freaking paranoid about everything is because I know crazy shit like this
1: I mean at least it was 10 30 at night the city was on lockdown so they mm-hmm. don't weren't doing a big Halloween thing so there wasn't a whole bunch of like mm-hmm. tiny humans out
0: absolutely At least,
1: at least there was no tiny humans. Yes. Right. Look on the bright side.
0: It's not like, you know, it was at a big party with a bunch of people like. Right. The Calgary party
1: murders that, you
0: know, like. (laughs) The Brentwood five. Yeah. Yes. I just, yeah. It's, it's terrible. And the two people, the two victims that were lost, they seem like such lovely people and it's heartbreaking. And literally just like living their life. Yep, one
1: going for a run, one having, her having bedtime a bedtime cigarette. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's crazy. So sad. Oh man, I would, I would be pissed if somebody killed me right before I was going to go to bed. I would be so <laughs> mad. And I would right. haunt them forever. Yes, because I love my bed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, and um, shout out to the neighbor. That woman's neighbor. She came out with a baseball bat to. Defend her neighbor, and she tried to. Aww. She tried her best to to save her, but of course she succumbed to her injuries. But like, Aww, badass woman. woman, just like she was on it. Like she didn't run and hide. She was like, "This is not okay." So shout out to her. Power to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my
1: story, guys. Wow. Yeah. We.
0: Oui. Hmm.
1: Mine's a mine's a little lighter. Okay. That's good. (laughs) Um, The title is Two Oklahoma Men Charged in Castration Cannibalism Plot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, like I was like, I'm clicking on it. Yeah. How could you not? (laughs) Right? Okay. Uh, Tell me about it. it. It's from True Crime Daily and it's written by Nanette Sosa from KNWA. I'm just going to open it up here because... I think I'm just going to read the article and then we'll we'll talk.
0: Yeah, about go it for cause... it.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm here to listen. Because it, yeah. <laughs> so it says two southeast Oklahoma men were charged with removing the testicles of a willing 28 year old Virginia man, according to court documents. On October 14th, McAllister Regional Hospital personnel called the Lafleur County Sheriff's Office to report they had a 28 year old man who said he had surgery at a home in Worcester on October 12th. The patient told hospital personnel that the plan was to remove his testicles by, quotations, by a Bob, Allen, and Thomas, according to court documents. The victim informed medical personnel that Bob and Thomas tried to get him to participate in cannibalism. (laughs) The victim told the Floor County Sheriff's deputies that about three weeks ago, he was searching the internet about castrations and made contact with Alan through one of those sites. Alan said he had 15 years of experience and has videos of the procedures according to a court affidavit. On September 28th, the victim who lives in Virginia booked a flight after Alan told him the surgery wouldn't cost him anything. Mm-mm. The procedure, The procedure took two hours to complete, The victim was awake during the surgery while his scrotum and testicles were removed with surgical equipment by Alan and his partner Gates. After the surgery, Alan said he was going to consume the parts, laughed, and said he was a cannibal. The victim also said, Alan told him, that he worked on someone that he described to be crazy and that he left the mail opened up to die overnight. Alan mentioned that there were six more clients scheduled for the same procedure, according to the affidavit. On Tuesday morning, October 13th, the victim said he woke up with a lot of bleeding and would pass out. He called for Alan, who finally agreed to take him to McAllister Regional Hospital. During the drive, Alan told the victim that if he died or lost consciousness, he'd dump him in the woods. They arrived at the hospital, and Alan said, if anyone asks, he done it to himself. (laughs) The victim is still hospitalized at McAllister Regional Hospital due to the botched surgery. Bob Lee Allen and Thomas Evan Gates are charged with conspiracy to commit unlicensed surgery, practicing medicine without a license, maiming, unlawful use of a communication facility, distribution of controlled slash dangerous substances, assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, failure to bury a dead human member, possession of a controlled dangerous substance and unlawful possession of drug paraphernalia oh surprise drugs were involved <laughs> so
0: wow i had to really bite my tongue <laughs> this entire <I> time <laughs> can you hold on one second so i can open this article so i can go back through it and uh uh-huh. yeah because mm-hmm. i was like Oh, I'm going to talk about that. Oh, I want to say something about that. And then it happens a <laughs> few times that I'm like, I'm lost. I know. Like you just need to just,
1: that was you me. Know? Yes, I was reading it. I was like, uh, what did yes. I just
0: read? Oh, they look like gems. Okay, great. Aren't they pretty? Okay. So many things. First of all, I mean, he was searching for castration on the internet. <sighs> right? Who?
1: who what? does that? Who and why? Why, why are you doing that? Very strange. And I mean, I mean, I get it. You're in the States and like, you have to pay for healthcare and stuff. And understandably having a vasectomy would be an elective procedure. And I believe right. you see, even in Canada, you have to pay for those because they're elective. Yeah. But to fully castrate. Yeah. But was that
0: the intention or was it like, I don't know, some type of body dysmorphia, like get this off of me.
1: Right. So weird. Uh, And why was there five others booked for the same procedure? Six. (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) It's in high demand. Apparently that's very concerning. Um,
1: Two dudes that listen, like tell us why you'd want your nuts chopped off. Yeah. If you have any insight, uh, we would love Mm -hmm. to know Mm. because
0: I can't really pinpoint that one. Um, Where do you search for this? My first guess would be Craigslist because I feel like that's where all the crazy things happen. But I feel
1: like probably, but like know.
0: maybe there's- Do you just
1: Google? Course. I want my nuts taken off. Like, yeah, or
0: human castration. Like, mm, I right? don't want to like, dive down that rabbit hole. And nope, think, and I'm not gonna. Nope, no, usually nope. I'm like, eh, I'm interested. I'm gonna, I'm gonna
1: look it up. but I don't want to see no. those pictures. I'm, mm-hmm. nope,
0: I'm fine.
1: Um, you guys have to know, I, I've castrated a lot of things. Yeah. A lot. Well, that... I've been a, a vet tech for 15 years. Yep. I've castrated a lot of things, a lot of species. Yep. Humans. No, no. never. Mm, no. It's gross. Yeah. you know seen a lot of testicles
0: come out of bodies, but that makes me wonder, what was the technique used? Oh, why know? did it take two, two hours? Two hours. That was the one that I was like, what? Like it takes- okay. Not very
1: 20 long. minutes to neuter a dog yeah like and once the surgery has started 20 minutes unless like there's some complications. complications but very rare like very rarely does it take more than a half an hour Mm-hmm. so what were they doing in there right like i
0: don't understand
1: and then <laughs> and then they were gonna and then they were gonna eat them like like hey, honestly makes producers. me oysters oh, yeah i guess
0: that yeah, that. <laughs> but prairie oysters are already hillbilly prairie oysters.
1: <laughs> right? So right. this is a whole nother level. Like maybe prairie oysters are just like redneck snacks. Right. And these are and like then hillbilly snacks. Hillbilly, like hills have, have eyes, eyes, hillbilly. Snacks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Same page. Same page, it. always. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I still have questions. Also, I love that. Like it takes him that long to do the thing. And then once he has them off the body, he's like, okay, bye, I'm gonna eat now. Like, and he just gonna leaves them. them. Like, if he was that. You want some? He obviously wasn't concerned about his patient, air quotes. No. So then why did it take so long? Like, why wouldn't you just go choppy, choppy and be done with it?
1: <laughs> right. And it sounds like. He stayed there because when he woke up bleeding and passing yeah. out, he just called for this Alan guy. Yeah. And he's like, uh, Yeah, you need to take me to the hospital. Like, this is wrong. But I don't know if that was by choice or that they just left him there, like, bleeding and he, you
0: know, couldn't get himself out of the building.
1: Right? Like, I have so many
0: questions. <laughs> yeah. And then they were just like, Yeah, we'll just dump you also, off. And pass out the victim die. being awake for the procedure? Oh, dead? yeah. Mm. No. Why? This is so messed up. I feel like I had more questions. There were so many questions that came of this. I feel like I, yeah, I definitely have more questions now that I've read the article than before.
1: I know. Yeah. And then like he said that he'd done it before and he left the mail, opened up to die overnight. Right. Like, where's that guy? That's insane. Also, I really enjoyed the charge of failure to bury a dead human member. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it it kind of replied like that you can just bury it wherever. But you, <laughs> I don't know that also seems very strange. Can you just bury testicles in your backyard and be like, Maybe well, no, I, I took care of the remains appropriately? But it's like, is that because it's like biological? waste technically right
1: like you can't bury a body in your backyard right you shouldn't be able to bury somebody's testicles in your backyard
0: I mean like with a deer carcass that's one thing this is this is human this is human right like I feel like you can't just dispose of parts just anywhere no (laughs) I mean I don't know the appropriate actions to take but I feel like that's also not it
1: (laughs) I'm really happy you don't know the
0: appropriate actions to
1: take (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Not something in my, um, no, my brain, but yeah, no. Wow. This is a great story.
1: I I know (laughs) I'm here for it. (laughs) I I just want to know, like, was the guy high when he was like, I'm going to get my nuts chopped off, goes to this place, doesn't have to pay a cent and thinks it's going to go fine. And he looked at, like, if I got there and I looked at those two guys, I'd be like, no. Bye. And then you are not surgeons. <laughs> Let me tell you that for free. No. No. And I think you might be high. Yeah. But yeah. does a
0: high last for that long that you, you're high when you do the research, you choose your surgeon, you take a flight, you get, like, that's a long right? process. Like, <laughs> like there had to be TSA.
1: Been, like, it's not like... You
0: were just hanging out with these guys. They're all fucked up and then they're like, hey, we should do this. And it's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's like, cut your nuts off and eat them. Right? That, no, would you that would be different because it would be like- flew
1: <laughs> from Virginia to Oklahoma to have two <laughs> creepy dudes in a basement cut your nuts off. Like, oh my God, so many yeah. questions. Why? And it's like, I think, just imagine him sitting in that hospital being like, I have regrets. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm thinking about the poor
0: medical staff that have to now deal with that wound.
1: Right? And mm. the Wet to dry bandages and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Not good. Mm. That would be
0: like a, a terrible sight to see. <laughs> Just yeah. Total destruction down there. <laughs> yeah. Two yeah. and a half, two hours, however long it was. How? I don't understand what the hell. And he was, was awake. Out, man? Like, how like, were you awake like, through that? So was it like sadistic at that point? Like were they prolonging it to make it hurt and to torture him in a way? Like is that right? what's happening? Or did they or really they-
1: just have no idea what they needed to clamp like, off? We need to be so careful.
0: <laughs> what is this right? cord? What is that cord? <laughs> what does this mm-hmm. do? Is this where I clamp? That looks important. Should we cut that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't figured it out yet after the multiple ones we've already done. <laughs> but after right. our sixth, we should be fine.
1: Yeah. I just, so many questions. Good Lord. I know. <laughs> Fantastic. I know. I, I doubt we'll hear anything more about it. But <laughs> I feel like, yeah, this is
0: one that just pops up in the news and it's just like, hey, look at this crazy thing that happened. And then it just. And then it's I, just going to disappear. Disappears into the void of the internet. Yep. Right. Yeah. I mean, getting an update on this. Finding out what was actually happening. That would be
1: fascinating. I just know it's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I'll try. I'll, I'll keep checking back, but. <laughs> Dude should go on Dr. Phil.
0: That yeah, would be a I, great interview. <laughs> absolutely. I feel like, I don't know what, I, it might've been Dr. Phil. It was a show like that. I remember once seeing an episode where a man had always hated his legs and he just felt like they shouldn't be a part of him. So he mm. removed them himself with a chainsaw. And mm. he was much happier after that, apparently. So that's what this reminds me of.
1: Isn't that on Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, actually. I think it also was. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yep. it was like Halloween and yeah. the guy cut off his foot. Right. With the chainsaw. There you go. Halloween. I just a lot of Anatomy.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. <laughs> it's great. But no, I know for a fact that this was like a legit, like, I remember the interview
1: and everything with this, this dude. Well, that I happened. Mean, so maybe they got shows this, like Grace do pull stuff from, yes, you know, from real life events. So. Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty bizarre article. I don't think my bizarre article can top that. <laughs> well,
1: it it just left me with so many questions. Yes.
0: I love it. Actually, mm-hmm. I actually had two bizarre articles picked out for today, and I was just feeling them out, like, which one am I going to mm-hmm. pick, depending on the things we talked about, and how, like, you know, well, it's going to say gruesome, but the last one was pretty gruesome, but it's not, like, heavy, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think I'm going to go with the theme here, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because this also has to do with cutting off a part of a body.
1: Mm. So. It's a thing well, let's let's do it <laughs> yes let's let's do this, so swords and testicles and whatever else you're and in circular saws Ugh. I know
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was no. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I know. That's why I was feeling this one out, because I'm like, I really (laughs) want to talk to this, because it gave me, like, I had such a reaction when I, like, read this story, but then I was like, ooh, is it too much for a bizarre news article? But we're gonna do it.
1: Do it, because mine was pretty fluffy, so yeah. Yours is pretty
0: fluffy. (laughs) Mine's a a mix between, like, oh, just absolute shock and uh, just, it's terrible, but it's also kind of funny. I don't know. We'll see. So (laughs) the article is from newser.com, and it's written by Jen Gidman. The title is, Woman's Gruesome Scheme to Collect 1.2 Million is a Big Fail. So, (laughs) Slovenia's Julia Adlesic, sentenced to two years in prison after cutting off own hand for insurance cash. (sighs) Yep. So gonna get into this um also oh my god <laughs> apologies on the name because i didn't actually look up how to say this beforehand so i'm winging it and it's it's probably very wrong so i apologize but um anyways a slovenian woman who'd hoped to collect 1.2 million in insurance payouts may want to rethink her methods next time 22 year old julia Edlesic was sentenced to two years behind bars after being found guilty by the court of insurance fraud. What her crime consisted of? Intentionally cutting off her left hand with a circular saw.
1: Oh my god. Ooh. <laughs> Every time you say it, it I know. Worse.
0: It doesn't ever get better. Trust me, I've read this a few times now. <laughs> so her and her boyfriend, Sebastian Abramov, showed up at a local hospital last year claiming she she accidentally severed her hand while cutting tree branches. Can I just say you don't cut tree branches with circular saw? Circular saws are like kind of stationary. You don't really carry yeah. it up, you know, to a tree. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean if you tried it, maybe you would cut off your could, hand. I guess. <laughs> maybe that's where she went wrong.
1: Right? Uh,
0: The couple didn't bring the hand along, however, in an apparent attempt to keep the doctors from being able to reattach it. (laughs) I mean, they thought of everything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That effort proved futile as the hand was soon recovered by the police and reattached (laughs) to the woman uh prosecutors say that she'd taken out five insurance policies about a year before the hand chopping <laughs> i love that the hand chopping <laughs> um and that her boyfriend had also conducted internet searches on artificial hands
1: very suspicious <laughs> yeah nothing on the internet ever goes away right <laughs>
0: Ibramov received a three year prison sentence while his father was hit with a one year suspended sentence. It's not clear what role the father played in the crime.
1: Strange.
0: Yeah. Edlesic never wavered from proclaiming her innocence. No one wants to be crippled, she said during the trial. My youth has been destroyed. I lost my hand at the age of 20. Only I know how it happened. And, oh, yeah, very interesting as well. As uh, Total Slovenia News notes that Abramov, I don't know if I've said that the same every time, but I apologize. The boyfriend is also a suspect in the 2015 murder of Sarah Weber, his girlfriend at the time. He claims that Weber died in a shooting accident. Also very suspicious. Another
1: accident. So
0: many accidents around this person. Crazy how that happens weird. Yeah. So he's very a bad dude.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's a fascinating story and I looked into a little bit more, but you should like look up pictures and stuff like just the woman. I like want to. Well, it's not of her hand. It's of <laughs> the person herself. Like she's a gorgeous 20 year old woman, like beautiful blonde and she's like showing up to court with her one arm always covered because you know, she kind of, it's that one up. yeah, but she's absolutely gorgeous. So then like her lawyer's defense was that she's so beautiful <laughs> that why would she do this to herself? That's literally what their defense was that she was beautiful. So this wouldn't happen.
1: <laughs> like is crazy. Well, I'm a hot mess, so I guess I can chop my hand off with see what saw. Oh, Yeah, god, I can't even say it. I know, oh, it gives me the willies. <laughs> I do I
0: can't even. I can't even think about it. It's nasty. And then, and so I told my husband about this, which I usually don't tell my husband about the true crime things. But I had such a reaction while I was listening to the story. I was like making all kinds of noises, like oh my god, and I was like dying <laughs> on the couch. So he was like, "What is wrong with you?" So I had to tell him about this woman that cut her hand off with a circular saw and he was, he was freaked right out by it. And he's like, okay, question. Was it above or below the wrist? And I was like, that is a good question. Cause you would think like, if you were going to do it placement wise, like you would go for the best spot. Like I wouldn't go through the radius and the ulna, right? Or the ulna. No, I would yeah. go like, I would go at below. Your metacarpus. Yeah. Right. No, that's not, she went above oh <gasps> yeah <laughs> and they reattached that I don't know how do you do that I don't understand wild Ugh. wild see this is why oh. I had to feel this one out <laughs> it's a
1: bit much
0: <laughs>
1: oh yeah. see, what I can't get over is them calling it the hands chopping in <laughs> Incident? Yes. <laughs> it's really like chopping to me is like chopping. when you're like using an axe, axe, right? Yes. Wouldn't it be like that hand slicing incident or sawing
0: sawing incident? Yeah,
1: I don't know, like because it's not really
0: being chopped. It's off. not like your arm is the one that's moving into the Ooh. saw. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't wait to hear people's reactions. <laughs> that. Oh yeah. Oh my god! Like I'm holding my wrist right now. Like me too. <laughs>
1: like, I'm literally like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, nasty. So oh, yeah. I oh. thought this was
1: fascinating. Wow.
0: Yep, that's yep. amazing.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> now I know what I'm gonna think about while I'm trying to fall asleep tonight.
0: Yeah, or anytime Ooh. I go to use any power tools power tool ever again which i do enough of that it's <laughs> now it's gonna freak me out
1: uh yeah my <laughs> husband's like in the garage like building me a coffee
0: table right now so mm. <laughs> my favorite part that i just noticed i'm gonna i'll post this on our socials but the picture is of a circular saw and the caption below it just says do not do this <laughs> that's, <it. laughs> that's all it says it says and then it just says Giddy images. <laughs> do not do this. It's great. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Just, just, we shouldn't have to say it. Don't do it. it. Like, I'm pretty sure it's like in the manual. Like, don't, don't right? touch it. There's a lot of safety warnings in manuals for saws that it's don't like,
1: touch don't, the pokey spinny, slicey thing.
0: Yes. Keep Mm-mm. flesh away. Wood <laughs> mm. only.
1: Eh. Ugh, yeah. So, so that was a fun episode. It was. Oh my goodness, there was a lot in there.
0: Uh, yeah, there sure was. Yeah. I feel like we- Well, you know, go, we haven't- We haven't done it for a while. We haven't done this
1: in a while, yeah. so.
0: We usually, like, go for, like, you know, a lighter story, and then, like, a big story, and then a bizarre article, but it was, like, big story, big story, big story.
1: Right? Like-
0: It's great. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs>
1: Totally have the yeebies.
0: I know. <laughs> I'll be thinking about that one for a while,
1: I'm sure. Right. <laughs> well, let us know what you think about the episode. Please do. Please tell us your reactions to that story. To, to all wanna, three.
0: All three we stories. We want to know. Yeah. Like the Halloween story, like how freaking terrifying. Right? The second story, like the testicles and castrate. the eating of the testicles and the, yeah, mm, so many things. So many things. And then obviously the third one with the hand chopping. The hand. And
1: it's not chopping. It's not chopping, but that's what the article says. <laughs> yeah. So let us know. And if you see a story you think we should cover, make sure to send it in. You can email us at mertonmerlot at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at Murder Merlot Podcast and Facebook at Murder Merlot Podcast and Twitter at Murder i
0: One. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. We would love if you subscribed. And if you don't, you're dead to me.
1: And we just and have
0: one little reminder about our next upcoming book and we hope you're all reading. Amazing. It's, it's all my Mind gosh, hunter. Oh, so good. Yeah, Mindhunter. So Inside the FBI's Elite Serial Crime
1: Unit by John Douglas and Mark Olshanker. So good. See, my, so good. But my problem is now, because mm. I've watched Mindhunter on Netflix, Right. I'm just, like, picturing John Douglas as yeah. the guy yes. who plays Kristoff in
0: The Frozen. Movie. Oh, yeah. I creeped his Instagram today, and it was very strange. There's a it's lot of, like, like weird vibes. Like, just because, like, there's the children, like, movie. And then there's Hunter, and he's like very serious in Hunter, like never smiling. And then like in all his other pictures, he's like got the biggest smile and he seems like so goofy. And I'm like, this is so weird.
1: <laughs> it's so weird. And like he sings Lost in the Woods and Frozen 2. And it's my son's favorite song. And weird. we literally have a video of him like singing to the cat Lost in the Woods wow. this week. Oh, that's cute. And it's adorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but- I'm like, but that's just, Guy who's playing John Douglas right. or Holden Ford or whatever his yeah. name is but still it's all screwed it's up. It's strange. But mm-hmm. regardless,
0: it's a great yes. book. And for my two big episodes that I I'm covering, murders or serial killers, a case from the book, right? So I'm going to tell you about one will be a serial killer for sure, which will be hopefully the next episode if I can get my shit together. And then the next one, I haven't decided yet, but it'll be a good one because it'll be from the book. So
1: yeah, yes. it'll be great. And if you don't get your shit together, we just get to treat the people with another morning news. That's right. Can't complain too much about that. No.
0: <laughs> well, remember to drink wine because it's not good to keep things bottled up. Bye.
1: Ha, <laughs> ha,